Yo, 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 what is going on, everyone? I am Frankie Gons. We got Chesco here. Chesco. What's up, everyone? How, how are we doing today, Chesco? I'm good. Hanging in there. How about you? Hanging in there, or is it pain? Oh, I mean, the pain's forever, regardless, but, you know, just keep going. Pain, Roll the punches. Pain is forever as a Jets fan, and we get it. We're both diehard Jet fans, <laughs> but listen, guys, this is going to be a refreshing podcast here on Jets Banter. We're going to come at this Jets news from from a different angle. Like, listen, Jesco and I, we're, we're both diehard Jet fans, all right? And, and we get it. This has been a cursed franchise, and, mm. and we live it every day just like you guys, just mm-hmm. like the passionate Jet fan. But we're, we're coming at it from a different angle. We're, we're going to break some stuff down. Chesco is awesome at breaking down film with these college quarterbacks. He's the uh, X's and Chesco's kind of guy. Best. Best ever. He, he's going to be breaking stuff down. He's going to analyze things. I, I'm a big picture guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm I'm a Sunday Jet fan guy, and and we, we look love, at big picture. So we have an awesome blend between the two of us, and and yeah, I mean our, our main goal is we're gonna give you guys facts. We are of course gonna have our opinions and our takes, but we want to give you guys the facts and not just come about it from like an opinionated standpoint of like oh why the Jets suck or why they're doing this bad. Like yeah, we get it, but we're gonna give you the facts. We're gonna give our opinion. And hopefully we give you guys the opportunity and the information to make your own opinions as mm-hmm. well based on those facts that you might not be getting elsewhere. So sure. uh, we got a lot of cool ideas of what we're going to do in the season. Um, there's a lot of optimism right now. Scary, which scary, it, scary thought. It's insanely scary as a Jet fan. But <laughs> hey, listen, we don't have this optimism all the time. We're not drafting at number two all the time with a coach and a GM that we actually trust a little bit. So we we got some we got some cool stuff and and listen that's that's what we're gonna do on this episode we're gonna talk about what to do what at to two. do at number two so, a lot of ideas what we could do at number two here um the first option we'll get into is stay number two with Sam Donald as the quarterback um I don't love the idea of staying at two and keeping Sam I don't love the idea of keeping Sam in general but if you're gonna stay with Sam at, and stay at number two. I think it's just a recipe for a disaster because the Jets have too many holes and there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to want to trade up to number two and they're going to give a pretty hefty haul to get to number two. You don't draft number two every year, you know? So you have to have a lot of holes to fill. You want to keep Darnold. I don't agree with it, but you know what? I understand it. Trade back. And, trade back. And the one thing I'll, I'll, I mean, I agree 100%, man. And like Sam Darnold, I think every Jet fan agrees, like, Guy's guy's an absolute beauty. He's like he does all the right things. It's just like, dude, it's just so inconsistent on Sundays. He's broken. We broke him. I, I'm just thinking back at I I, I think it was I forgot what game it was. At, at one point in, in a post game uh, interview, he just looked at the, the he got a question and said like, right now I'm just not playing well enough to be a starting quarterback in this league. And like, I, I appreciate broken. his honesty, but like I need my quarterback to like a savage out there like yeah. i want him to be confident donald's broken like yo the jets failed him like we everyone knows it's not like this is news it's like, it's like i think if you bring in a brand new coach a brand new system dude this would be his third different offense in three years yeah. and and that's just a lot to ask a kid i think it's just better off for the jets you get a clean slate and for him to trade him out for him just came to a new system new team new area just needs a fresh start it's not fair to him it's not fair to, to salah it's not fair to douglas you gotta get him out of here, man. I, I agree, and and like I, I never thought I'd bring up Mark Sanchez in the podcast oh, right the now, pain. but he said something that I actually didn't think about prior. It's just unfair to him if you throw him out there as your starting quarterback, and 
hopefully, God willing, you, you have fans in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Guy has two, three and outs in a row. Sanchez 100% right. That guy's getting booed immediately. Immediately. And you can't blame Jeff fans for it. No, you can't. I mean, also, you got to think about from this perspective also. This is Salah's first year of the team. You're going to bring in Sam Darnold in his last year of his contract. And then next year, you got to, to, to figure out if you want to extend him or not. It's not fair to give a guy, like I'm talking about Salah here, a quarterback for one year and say, ah, let's see what happens. Can't no, he needs a, a fresh start with a quarterback that he believes in, whether that's through the track, whether through the through the draft, or through a trade. Give him a guy who we know will be here, you know, three years, you know? A rookie contract, you know, a Watson, a Wilson, whatever you want to do. But you got to give him more than a guy who's going to be here just a year, maybe, maybe more, extend him. It's just it's too much up in the air for a guy who's had all this hype behind him about being a great leader of men, as they say. Dude, I, 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 I completely agree. I think it's just it's the fair thing to do with, yeah. with everyone involved. It just makes sense. It's like, Donald, we love you, man. You did everything right and mm-hmm. off the field. It just didn't happen on the field. Like, And that's my biggest issue with him is just like you, you, you'll have, you know, call it 10 drives. Eight of them are three and outs, basically. One of them, he has a sick play where it's like, oh, my God, that could be the Sam Donald. And all of a sudden, it's one play where it's like, why did you throw it into triple doing? coverage with your eyes closed why across the field? Why are you off your back foot across the field into three defenders? Um, like, what are you doing? So, I think you and I both agree then that, like, keeping Donald is not the Let me ask you this question. Would you, de- would you think about keeping Donald and instead of staying at number two, like you said, what about trading back? And I like trading back, but if you okay, let me start by saying this: if you stay number two, there's only one pick. You take the best offensive lineman, Panay Sewell. He's be compared to Anthony Munoz, who might be the best tackle ever. Jolando Pace, like what? Just to clarify, you're saying to if you're staying at if two, you're staying and at Joe two, Douglas says we're, we're keeping, keeping Donald. Donald. Gotcha. Right, okay, right. okay. I do not do not think that's the right move. But if you do stay at two and you do keep Sam, that's the only pick to make. Now, I think. If you keep Sam, you gotta trade back. I mean, I see maybe three plays they could that you know they could trade back into. Maybe four to the Falcons if they want to get you know Matt Ryan's heir apparent. Uh, maybe eight Carolina, you know if they want to get their quarterback. I, they're being connected to fields all over the place. And the only other team I could see moving up is maybe uh, San Fran because they're not too far deep in the draft either. Um, besides them, I don't see any other team drafting up into that spot. You know, I, I think, too, if they decide to keep Donald, which, like, we both said, like, I, we both think that's a mistake. But if they decide to do that, whatever, uh, you got to trade back. Like, yeah, just the Jets. Sure. And not even it, – it's less about, like, what you could even get for it from that perspective or, or, like, in terms of who you could draft. It's more of, like, the Jets have so many holes. Like, so you, many you holes. have to – you have to trade if back. If they stay number two and take Kyle Pitts, the worst. Guy's the Pitts. You can't grab the tight end number two. It's I don't like, care. If it's, I don't care if it's Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski. You cannot draft a, a tight end number two. That's absolutely Bro, absurd. I, I actually think if the Jets did that, I there would be a plane flying again saying fire Joe Douglas. I think this fan base would literally <laughs> you cannot. You no, cannot. they can't. Do it. I think Joe Douglas and Sal are smart enough. I think they know. Like, there's so many guys out there you could grab instead of him that would make so much more sense. Even a Jamar Chase, I can understand. I mean. People sleep on him because he didn't play this year. But still, like, people forget. Last year, when it was him and Justin Jefferson on the opposite sides of the field, he was the better receiver. And Justin Jefferson was arguably the best rookie receiver in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So this guy's a can't miss. Can't miss. To me, the only can't misses in this draft are Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, and um, Panay Sewell. Besides that, there's no other can't misses. So Jamar Chase is two. I can understand. But to me, the two, if you're staying at two, the pick has to be Panay Sewell. And you're still saying, though, even before, like your choice, instead of even drafting him, the O-lineman, you would say you would still prefer to actually trade back. You have to trade back. I agree. I totally agree. All right. So... Now we add on another. This is the great thing about the Jets; like they have so many options, and it's like it's 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 refreshing to hear. It's like you could do something with number two in a totally different light. If let's say, for example, you you make a trade for a guy yeah, like Watson, for sure. maybe for a guy like Wilson, and and just to let the viewer know, uh, the listener know, we're we're gonna break out all all the quarterback, the available quarterbacks. Is obviously like I mean that's right, that's right. that's the main that's the main thing here. We're gonna go from less likely to most likely. So I guess for trades, the less likely one just to, I guess, throw out of the way is Wilson. I, yeah, I think I mean, it's just most. Russell Wilson didn't have us on his list at all. No. But, you know, I, it's, a, it's a cheaper option than Watson in a lot of different ways. He would cost a lot less trade-wise. His contract's a lot, you know, better. Um, but I, I don't see it happening. I really don't. I, I I agree. I don't. I don't even even if he wanted to come here, I, I think it's a little bit different with his age and, and everything there. It's like, I don't even know if I would even. It doesn't I mean, move it the needle all too too much for me. I, only because I, I know Watson's also there. Yeah, I mean, it moves the needle a lot. It moves the needle a lot for me just because you know he's a top five quarterback, but, top three but quarterback. Knowing that Watson's, I would I would just take money away. I guess for right now, I want Watson on the Jets. <sighs> I'm not a Watson. I, I, I guess here's the thing: Watson's a great quarterback. He's really a great quarterback. Probably top five quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. But. I know I'm one of the rare Jets fans who's going to say this. I don't want him on the Jets. I so and I'll explain why. But you go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I want to hear your take on this. Okay, I get it. Watson, he won national championship in college. He has all the talent. He's great outside the pocket. Makes the most out of what he has on the Texans. But what people are sleeping on is the Jets have almost uh, almost every position on the field is a hole. Oh, million percent a hole. So you have to fill all these spaces on the field, and in two years, he's going to take up $40 million in cap space. Uh, yeah, so I actually have the numbers up right now. 2021, so this upcoming season, Jets have what? Call it 80, 80 million, million around? Around, give around or take. There. Cuts are, more cuts are going to come. Right, could you know. change a little bit here and there, but just call it roughly $80 million available cap space. In 21, right. Watson's going to cost basically $16 million against the cap, Not which is at all. awesome. Take that right now. And every Jet fan will probably hear that like, no, give me Watson. Yeah, 2022. Forty and a half million. Right. I you, you you can't build a football team around that. Especially when we have two guard spots open. We need a number one receiver, a running back, unless you like Josh Adams, <laughs> which no. Um, we need three linebackers more. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. That's if you hope I mean, CJ Mosley could actually walk on a field this year. Yeah, I mean, he played one game in two years, so who knows what he's gonna be like. Um, we need. A corner, maybe two. I mean, I like Bryce Hall. Don't get me wrong, but he's not. He's not there yet. No, no. It's his first year. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm happy you brought up all these holes about the Jets because part of my brain, I, I agree, dude. Like this money is insane, and I know the cap's going to go up after all this COVID stuff. Fans can come back, and, and they could actually increase the cap. So, I guess the forty on a bigger cap, it, yeah. is, it hurts a little bit less for sure. But this is my whole thing about Watson, and, and it's more of a, a big picture Jets thing, and and I'm seeing it in, in other New York 
teams, and I think that's why it's opening up my eye a little bit to this, where it's like, the Jets right now, or at least they had a major culture issue. Like, their problem was, in my opinion, less about the product on the field, which was god-awful anyway, but, like, more up top, like, ownership didn't know what they were doing. Um, your GM before Douglas, like, they didn't know what they were doing. Coaching has been god-awful. Like, sure. terrible. So... It seems like right now ownership has kind of said like, all right, we're going to take a step back because we have a GM that we actually trust. They let the GM hire the coach that he actually trusts and let the coach hire his own coaching staff. And and it seems like right now the Jets are making the right steps to fix their culture issue. And I think that goes a long way for players. But at the end of the day, if like you want to bring in an Allen Robinson or a Juju or a big-name free agent – the way the Jets had to do it in the past, like, for example, Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley bringing a bigger name for agent, they had to overpay like crazy to get him. Yep. Because who wants to come to the Jets? So I think, yeah, you're paying a little bit of money for Watson, but then all of a sudden, the Jets, I don't want to, I'm cautiously optimistic to say they become an attractive team. But they like, do, they do. I know. You could actually have a guy saying like, whoa, the, the Jets are turning the corner a little bit here. Like, I, I think... You're paying a lot of money for Watson, but I think it pays off with so many other people actually saying, like, okay, the Jets aren't a laughing stock right yeah. now. But my worry is Watson comes here, right? The Jets go 10 and 6, right? Maybe 9, I 7, love 10, that. 6. Jesus Sounds great, right? You know what we're going to become? The New York Texans. Watson, has he made the AFC Championship yet? No. You're right. You know, And that's a rookie deal. That's a rookie deal. No, you're 100% so now right. Now he starts making money, and we got all these holes to fill. I mean, do you see... Do you see us being the Chiefs when we got eight, nine holes to fill? Unless we hit on every draft pick we have. And not to mention, if we trade for Watson, it might cost us three first-rounders, four first-rounders. Oh, I'm thinking it's got to be at least three first-rounders. And, and maybe Quinn and, and maybe and Williams, who they, had a breakout year. Like, one of the good pieces on defense. We're going to trade away now? No, they, they can't. The Jets literally have, like... We like, have... It's just, to no. me, I get it. From, from the outside looking in, we're out looking deep. Watson makes sense. Makes your franchise legitimate. Right. But I want to build it the right way. Go to the draft. And find a guy you believe in. Build that way. And I'll say this, and like, I mean, even Joe Douglas basically said it in that press conference they had uh, earlier in the week, where it's like, he's he wants to build it out. He's not yeah, gonna throw I, out a big I tr- contract. I trust, he's not I gonna make him. a crazy trade like that. He's gonna build it the right way. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's fun talking about Watson and Wilson, but like, I, I think those options are, are less likely. I think the most likely thing is and in my opinion the more exciting thing is they're, they're going to build it out through the draft so yeah, yeah. i mean th- there's a lot of options in the draft so i guess we'll go from least likely to most likely so who who would you say your the least likely scenario is who do they draft uh, at number two for a quarterback the least likely i mean unless a trade comes you know where they trade back is mac jones for sure uh mac jones he's the best quarterback in the draft with throws under 15 yards. I mean, that's it. I mean, the, the arm talent is not there. I mean, he reminds you a lot of Chad Pennington. I was just about to say, Chad <laughs> Pennington comp. Best quarterback the Jets I ever see, had. I see I Chad Pennington, you know, uh, accurate. Under 15 yards, he'll make all the throws. But would Chad Pennington succeed in today's NFL? Well, probably not. God, as much no. as we love him and we're at, you know, Hofstra for the Jets when they were doing their training camps, throwing out jerseys and footballs at him to get him signed. He was our guy, great, but not in this NFL where the deep ball is king. Look what all these great quarterbacks do. Russell Wilson throws the best deep ball in football. Yeah. Rodgers has a cannon. Mahomes throws a freaking 95-mile-an-hour fastball as a receiver's chest. 
I mean, that's this is the NFL today, and that that's not going to make it. I mean, maybe in the right system, I can see Mac Jones going to New England and throwing seven yard curl routes to Edelman all day, and you know, making that work. But I just don't see it with the Jets right now. I don't see him being that fit. Um, I what think, do you think? I, I think Mac Jones it, to succeed in the NFL, he needs to go to a play, like listen. Alabama has like the most NFL ready program of any college. He needs to go to a place like that. I I agree. I think if he goes to a place like New England, and I hate saying that, I hope he doesn't. But he needs to go to a place that's set up, that that has the right coaching there. I'm not saying Salah isn't that coaching. It's just a different situation. Different, yeah. And, yeah, I think he could be a, a, a solid quarterback. But, again, I don't think it's it, – if you're at number two, you're, you're not no, taking no, my no. job. Unless they trade back. Okay, or maybe San Fran comes up, take that. Maybe they give us a hole and a half because they believe in, you know, a Fields or a Zach Wilson. But... but So let me ask you this. Let's say in a weird scenario the Jets trade back and they end up drafting – Mac Jones, mm-hmm. you start him week one on the Jets. Like, is he Ugh. NFL ready? That's I mean, my other concern. Is I mean, I guess you gotta see how on he the looks. Jets. You gotta see how he looks. <sighs> I mean, I get who else you gonna start. I mean, you have to expect that they no, they're not even have a quarterback. Backup. They're gonna trade Darnold. I mean, it's not fair to Darnold. It's not fair to the rookie quarterback coming in. They're gonna be taking questions on each other. No, it's not fair. Je- I mean, and, and that's the other thing. Jets don't even have a back. That's the other, like I, I know it sounds a little weird to bring up a backup quarterback, but it's not like the Jets have a veteran guy on their roster right now. Like Joe Flacco's on the team. Like they they literally don't have. I think they'll address anyway. that at the end of the free agency. Right. Every, you know, but I'm just saying, have, I like, think, you know, how much money they have left over. But I think that. that's just another layer on top of why Mac Jones is not the guy. Because yeah. they don't have a guy even yet that they can actually groom him, that they trust, that knows the Jets organization. Right, they, right. they don't have that. So right. After Mac Jones, I guess the next guy who's you know the least likely guy to be a Jet would probably be Trey Lance. Oh, Trey Lance. Sorry. Listen, I get it. I get it. When you look at the guy, he looks like he's a he looks like a star. I mean, big body, fast. When did he look like a star? What, what year? I know, I know. What year was I know. it? He's played one game. One game. I know. This year he played one game. I know. Uh, if if I'm drafting a kid to play quarterback, you need reps. Mm-hmm. And I listen. Not his fault. It sucks. Bad situation. I right, get it. Right. Guy did missed a full year of. I, I. If the Jets get Trey Lance, I'm gonna lose it, bro. Yeah. I will lose it. <laughs> I'd rather Mac Jones. I'll say this. I'd rather Mac Jones over Trey Lance. I don't want a kid coming out of college that didn't get reps. I know. I know. And, and again, and in college, he only averaged 18 pass attempts a game. 18. 18. He wasn't nah. passing that much. I don't know if he was talking and running because you know there's not that much film on him. And all the film you see on him are throwing the guys wide open or goes to one read and he starts running. I was just about to say. I feel like and I watched a little bit of film on him. He would. You're 100 right. One read. He would wait a half a second. Wasn't there. Tuck and run. Boom. Gone. Tuck and run. And a lot of times he would stare down that read, wait yeah, for him yeah. to. There was no anticipation. In his and you throws. can't. And everyone out there, when you watch highlights of these quarterbacks, take it with a grain of salt because college football, everyone's wide open. Right. All right. When you look at these college quarterbacks, the the greatest tell to see if they're gonna be good or not is the anticipation throws, throwing guys open, that kind of thing. And you don't see that at all with Trey Lance anywhere. And my other thing about Trey Lance, and I want your opinion on this, is so maybe even outside of Trey Lance, and then if you can, just like transition it to how you think about this particular thing for Trey Lance also. Mm-hmm. How much do you weigh competition in like different conferences uh, in college football? Uh, not not too much because there's been too many examples of guys coming into the league. Sure, that's you know, fair Carson enough. Carson Wentz, same college. You know, there's so many different guys you could throw out there that didn't have much competition and still made it work. It's on talent alone. So I'm not saying he can't overcome all of this. I just don't like it for the Jets and what they're gonna run, but you know, Mike LaFleur's system. Um, and he's he's too unproven to me. He's way too unproven. It's too raw. I yeah, think that's a guy yeah, that man. you that 
I think it's a it's a player that you draft that you don't mind sitting for a year, two years. Let him, you have to groom you know, a guy like Trey Lance. He, he could prove to. us all, all wrong because look at a guy like Josh Allen. Went to Wyoming, had you know accuracy issues coming out, you know, and he made it work. But he was in the perfect system for him in Buffalo, and I just don't think the Jets can be that system for him, you know, to make it you know make it work for him. And my big thing is Josh Allen had reps in college. Like yeah. he had a he yeah. had a full season yeah. more. <laughs> I mean, I, I think yeah. Trey Lance could be a, a very good quarterback in this league. I'm not taking any. We're not taking anything away from him. I'm just we're no. saying for the Jets right now, yeah, it doesn't make sense. You need yeah. to groom him. He's a little bit too raw. There's just there's there's too much going on there in the Jets. It's just it's not a good fit for the Jets in right. my opinion right now. I actually think he's gonna be a Saint. If you're gonna tell me right now, I think Trey Lance is gonna be a Saint. I think to me, he's Taysom Hill, but with you know a more a more of a. He's more of a quarterback. Has Drew Brees officially retired yet? I don't know. So do you think that changes at all if Drew is still there or not, if they can groom him? I think it's better. I mean, imagine bringing in Trey Lance with one year under Brees. Oh, right. That's what I'm saying. This kid could be a stud. Sean Payne's a genius. A hundred percent. So he's going to make it work. I think he's going to be a saint, man. I know, you know, talking a lot of, like, clout anywhere. No. But I think, you know, Sean Payne moves in silence and violence, and he's going to bring him in. You know, I really see that happening. I'd be surprised. How about that? I'd be surprised if he's not a saint. That's how, I think, that's how perfect I think he is for the Saints. I, I listen, I, I'm with you. So I, I guess we could both agree, Trey Lance. I think I might even debate that's the least likely. You think so? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 don't I think know. Mac Jones is really not going <laughs> to No, it's a, you're right. You're absolutely right. But you know who's a little bit more likely? Guy had a, a beautiful, beautiful game against Clemson that everyone just seems to, to forget. Can we bring up my boy Justin Fields a little bit? All right, Justin Fields. All right. What's, what, what's, what's the Chesco take on him? I like Fields. I think he has a lot of upside. I really do. I think he could be really good in this league in the right system for him, like every other quarterback. I mean, he throws a great deep ball. Phenomenal. I want to know what happened against Northwestern Indiana, though. That's that's what worries me. Why? What happened there? Why were those games so much worse than the other ones? You know what happened? I I think at least my my thing with Justin Fields just to like just like his physical nature. He's, he's a beast. He's, he's a beast. Huge, he's a beast. Dude. He's a beast. He, but he's athletic. He's, he's real. Athletic. Like he's like. He, he reminds me. I think his upside is Watson, which is really? unbelievable. Yeah, really. Yeah, I was thinking sure. like Cam Newton. Not like today's no, Cam Newton. He's no, now, no, but no, no. I, I saw that comp too, Cam Newton, and that's like just his oh, physical build. No, his physical he's build. so much more accurate in the pocket than Cam ever was. Yeah, so much more. You know what my thing about Justin Fields, and I want your opinion on, on this too, is like I feel like Fields was just like. He would stare down his receivers, and he was late. He holds the he, ball. Yeah, he's a late. Long time. He's late on a lot of routes. He gets in a lot of trouble there. And what scares me about the Jets with Justin Fields, like if he has that problem in college, where obviously it's easier defensive, it's not like the Jets again right now have a stud wide receiver that's going to be open. So yep. if he's taking that yep. much time on open receivers now, imagine being on the Jets, where your receivers, as it stands right now, are basically garbage. Yeah, I mean they they have to improve it. I mean all the cap space they have to get a guy like you know. Alan Robinson, Kenny Galladay, even Juju. Right. But you can't, you know, can't count that for sure. But I'm just saying, it's just a bad problem to have is like a lack of anticipation, I guess, yeah. is a, a word I, for it. I, I, right. When he holds the ball too long, it looks like he doesn't know what the defense is. Right. Like he, like he can't read the defense, which is a scary, scary, you know. I mean, he, he could be taught anything and he has all the talent in the world to make up for it. Um, And he could be a great quarterback. I mean, would I be upset if the Jets drafted Justin Fields? No. No. Because I trust Joe Douglas. I want to see something, you know. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be upset. It's your guy, right? You want Fields? No, so he's not my guy. I just think people are just 
I, I feel like people are just very quick to write him off a little bit right now. I feel mm-hmm. like no, after I mean, that Clemson game, everyone was like, oh, my God, Justin Fields, Justin Fields, he actually might go number one. Like, my question to, like, all these big guys are doing this is, like, so you, one game against Clemson is able to bring him, catapult him that much, and then another bad game after that, it's like, now all of a sudden everyone's just like, nah, out on Justin Fields. I just think people are a little bit too quick to assume. I mean, yeah, this kid was just was just as highly touted out of high school as, as Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Right. They were one and one A. Right, and I think going into the season, they were still, I guess, maybe not 1-1-A, one one but maybe 1-2, and two. and now yeah. all of a sudden, I feel like people are, what did, um uh, what's his name? Um, Chris Sims? Yeah, what do you have, uh, Justin Fields is his fifth quarterback, or fifth, fourth six, quarterback, something, something like that, which, like, listen, I, I get it, maybe, like, he has some problems, I know a big problem is, kind of reminded me a little bit of Donald in this sense, but, like, when he mm. panics a little bit and he's getting tackled, he just throws the ball out yeah. there, and throws some yeah. sick picks when he's in the grass, and it's just wild to me crazy which, which gets me nervous for sure uh but if the guest drafted him i wouldn't be upset i mean and obviously there's a lot of upside and and my other question to you about this and i, I guess it's probably going to be similar i wouldn't imagine there's like a, a hypocrisy there but if you're not too concerned about quarterbacks that are playing with less competition do you put any merit into justin fields playing with better competition and more like bigger games like national championship games games against um uh, Trevor Lawrence, he put a lot of I mean, merit into that. For sure, there's 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 something to that. I mean, if you're playing on the biggest stage and you step up, that means something. That shows you know you have moxie, you have poise, you know you have confidence in yourself. If you're playing, if you're playing well, so there's definitely something to that. I mean, I don't put everything into that, but there's definitely something to that. I mean, definitely you know a check in the right direction. Right. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. So it just, for you, it kind of just checks a box. It's yeah. not something that's like gonna really move the needle all too much. It just it, you check a box that way. I guess mm-hmm. another box that it checks, and I, I'm big into this, is like. Fields is a tough dude. Yeah, he's sure. a tough dude. I feel he's like tough, he has, he's tough to take down the pocket, man. He has. He's the, a big boy. He has the New York grit. Yeah, he kind of reminds me when he stands in the pocket. I also get kind of like Big Ben vibes. You know, he's tough to take dude, down. Absolutely, he's tough to take down. Cam too is tough to take down. You know, but I kind of get Big Ben vibes. Um, I think you come to the NFL today and he'll be like a Dak Prescott off the bat. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I like that. You know what? I like that comp. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I can see I, that. I can 100%. see off the bat Dak and his upside being as good as Watson. I, I think he has all the intangibles. If he could read a defense and you know fixes those little things, he could be off the charts. For I, sure. Yeah, I I didn't think about that comp. That's a that's a that's a solid. Yeah, yeah, I could see Dak for sure, man. Yeah. Physically looks like him a little yeah, bit yeah, too. Like sure. just the way like their style, the way he stays in the pocket, strong, tall. So when I was looking at the fields film and, and watching some videos on that. What I was thinking was how does a player like fields potentially fit into a Shanahan LaFleur offense? Does that, do they marry that way? Cause I was having troubles like linking that. Um, and, uh, I mean, he's, I mean, it's so unique to LaFleur and Shanahan type offense that right. it's hard to tell. I mean, I'm sure it could, it could work if, you know, I'm sure anything could work. This kid's just so talented. Um, but who's, who's to say? It might, maybe not. Maybe he's not a, maybe he doesn't love doing the play action. Maybe, well, you know? that's, I was going to say, I feel like a lot of things was him and shotgun and then just. Well, all, when you think of college, college quarterbacks, what do you think of? Clap, snap the ball, first read probably going to be wide open. You know, you don't go through progressions often, which is, it's, not, it's why it's tough to grade these guys sometimes. You know? Right. But I, I guess it was more of shotgun, little play action, sit in the pocket. And I feel like a LaFleur offense is going to incorporate more of an outside uh, play action, and then your quarterback's rolling out. And, like, how is Fields throwing on the run? Is he accurate? Like, what, what's his thing about throwing I on the run? I don't – he doesn't – he's not great throwing on the run. He's not great. I mean, he can be better, and I think he will be better because he's going to develop and grow. But, you know, um, 
I don't see him. I don't see the Shanahan Lafleur offense creating a lot of on the run throws. So I don't think it's really going to be a huge issue. But it's definitely, definitely going to happen. I mean, guys are going to chase him down. He's going to have to make those throws. Um, but that's to be to be seen. You know, to be seen. No, I I I, I agree, and I, I think obviously that's that's the tough thing. And then I know we were just talking about it before, but like no pro days, things like that. It's tough, it's, yeah, it, it is tough. But I guess that's that's. That's the good thing about Fields is like you know he he has film out there for very big games yep. so I, I'm just very curious to see like and I guess that's what we're gonna learn about yep. Douglas is like how much he values like a big game like that especially being I guess it might be different too for other teams but like a New York market team like I, I wonder how much they weigh a yeah. big game like that and a big market they're, they're, they're gonna State. look at the film they're gonna see all the film they're gonna see everything they're gonna go through every read oh, every everything. throw now you know who's play action film. Is on off the charts, my guy Zach Wilson. I, lo- I love that. Love Zach Wilson, best quarterback in the country in play action, the best statistically the best. He would fit this offense so perfectly. That's what I was- so perfectly. You know that's the guy. If I'm Joe Douglas right now, I'm taking Zach Wilson. I've been saying it since December twentieth when the Jets lost, well won but lost by beating the Rams. Pain. I knew. After that, Zach Wilson was the next guy. Right. And it wasn't Fields. It wasn't Fields. Zach Wilson is the guy. You look at this guy on the field, he's so confident, so poised, great arm. The arm talent off the charts. And I, I got I gotta be honest with you. So let me just say this also for the listeners. Guys, I, we could all agree as Jet fans, like you brought up the Rams game, like, yeah, they lost their chance of getting Trevor Lawrence. We're not even gonna talk about him. He's a beautiful human being. His hair is <laughs> tremendous. He would have been perfect in New York. But it is what it is. Jets didn't get him. So now we're on to Zach Wilson. Yeah. So that's that's the extent of what we're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence on. That, yeah. That's about it. So I do agree. I was I was a little shocked. I, I went into the Zach Wilson stuff like a little bit like like I heard like oh he's gotten a lot of a lot of traction lately and I was like watching some videos on him and like dude sneaky surprised me man his arm it's it just. It's, it's, it's easy. Fast. It's easy. It's fast, but it Fluid. looks calm. It's yep. so. It's very nice. The dude. one word that jumps out at me when I watch Zach Wilson tape: fluidity. Yeah, he's just so fluid, natural. Uh, a couple days after the Jets beat the Rams, I was just trying to find as much Zach Wilson stuff as I possibly could, and no big name analysts were really talking about him until I think it was Daniel Jeremiah I saw, and there was five words he's he had to describe Wilson, and I was like, wow. He said the Zach Wilson was twitchy, loose, natural, easy, and explosive. Twitchy. Uh, please, please. Twi- twitchy, good thing or bad twitchy, thing? Twitchy, good thing. Good twitchy, thing. best? Yeah. Good Love. Thing, for sure. Love that. Uh, I'm all in for Twitchy. I'll take that right now. Right now. And then, then you compare him to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, please? Yeah. Please? Re- read those five. Read them one more time. Twitchy, loose, natural, easy, and explosive. Easy? I, dude, I, that's what I'm saying. Fluid. So the Fluid. So the, I, I agree, man. The only thing that kind of... Uh, and maybe this is just me being like overthinking it and call me out on it if that's the case. And and this is more of an opinionated thing. There's no number to it, but I feel like he, he gets a little cute and cocky he does. sometimes. Oh, he trusts his arm way too much. Like, which I love though. No, I, but I, love say, I love the fact that like if you watch his stuff and I'm like sure you've know saw it plenty of times, like he throws with so much anticipation. He throws like when receivers aren't even like close to their place. Yes. And I think that's a great thing for a young quarterback, but it could if you go into it too big ahead and you do that in, in, in the NFL and make a few mistakes, like 
that could be a dangerous game to but play. But it's definitely fixable. Definitely fixable. And mm. I think a Shanahan offense will prevent stuff like that from happening too. He's going to have a lot of easy throws. I mean, look at the easy throws they got to Debo and Kittle and San Fran. I mean, it's going to be... It, he's going to have a lot of easy throws to get him into rhythm. I think I think this kid, this is the perfect offense for him. When I was looking through his tape, mechanics, check. Anticipation, anticipation check. The deep ball, phenomenal. Good, off good the, deep ball? Off you the, like his deep ball? Oh, so my goodness. Could you compare? Because that's what a lot of people say about Justin Fields. His deep ball, accuracy, his arm strength. Compare that to Fields for us, can you? Like, who would you say has? I'll word it this way. Who has a more powerful arm down the field? The most powerful. I feel arm like when Fields throws to deep ball, he loads up. Yeah, Wilson, it just it comes just, out. It just goes. It just flies. And he's flies. accurate. He's accurate, man. Oh, very he's accurate. so accurate. And he's a playmaker. Yeah. The most important quality a quarterback could have in today's NFL, you got to be a playmaker. You have to. You have to be a playmaker. When things break down, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Make something out of nothing. Watch Watson's great at it. Watson's phenomenal at it. Mahomes great at it. Wilson has the potential to be that guy. He has. And people hang on, oh, he lost to Coastal Carolina, the other ranked team he played. You know, what does that show? Okay. A little background on that game. They played Coastal Carolina on a couple days rest. A couple days a couple days notice, I'm sorry. They played Coastal Carolina on a couple days notice. You know? That's not easy. And they were down five points. Thirty-five seconds left, second and nineteen. He's scrambling in his own end zone, trying to make something out of nothing. Throws a 40-yard throw to his receiver. Perfect ball where the receiver could high point that ball. Brought it down and led them. 35 seconds left, all the way down the field. And he threw a great ball on the 18-yard line to his receiver and got tackled on the one-yard line. That's just bare luck. And would you say that that was his worst game this past season? It, I mean, it was his worst for him, game for, for him. him. Yeah, But that's was. what I'm saying. Like A game like that where it comes down to on the one-yard line... I, that's a pretty good with thirty five seconds left. He th- he let his team all the way down the field. Ninety nine yards. Well, what was ninety nine yards? But he was scrambling his own end zone with thirty five seconds left. Gotcha. And brought him all the way down, all the way down. And guys, receiver got tackled at the one yard line. It happens, you know. It happens sometimes. But this kid, man, he has so much moxie, poise. I mean, he has it all. He has it all to be great. Does he trust his arm too much at times? Sure. And that's and that kind of scares me. Because that's Donald's bad habit. He right. Trusts his arm, he trusts his arm way too much sometimes. But, you know, this kid is not going to be what Donald was. Donald didn't have Robert Salah and Mike LaFleur. It's so different. Team. It's, it's, it's so me, different. Joe Douglas. An easy offense. It wasn't like each receiver had three branch routes. To, like, a Shanahan offense is going to be easier for a quarterback. For sure. 100% for easier. sure. So I need to bring this up because it's all I'm seeing. I, I need to know what you think about this. What the hell is going on with, is he a captain? Is he not a captain? Like, could you explain that to the listeners? Like, what the hell is going on? It doesn't matter. It love doesn't that. matter. <laughs> Why does that matter he's a captain or not? It's just people trying to find narratives. People trying to find things wrong. It's just, it's lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy. Don't say, oh, he wasn't a captain. That's his teammates. He was teammates there. That I'll take that. That'll be more to me than saying he'd have a C on his jersey. That's Who true. Cares? That's true. 100%. Who cares? It's 100%. People are ridiculous with that, man. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So you're all in. Yeah, I'm all in on Zach Wilson. You're... I've been, on all, been all in. Our producer, Rob, and I were talking about it in December. We are like, the pick is Zach Wilson. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, I, I, I swear on anything. I was I went into this where it's like I, I didn't really have an opinion made on a lot of these 
college quarterbacks and like I didn't even want to look at Lawrence stuff. I didn't want to be like upset because like I said, it, it is it is what it is. So I didn't even look at his stuff. That was a dark day. I, I didn't even yeah, terrible. Worst day maybe ever for the season. But again, it is what it is. That and is we're we're cool still in pain. a great spot. But I looked at everything and like all I heard, like you and Rob are talking about like, oh Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. I'm like, well let me look and for my own opinion. Dude, you're 100 percent right, man. He's, like he's the guy. You are a hundred percent right. He's the guy, and people will present. Oh, he had an amazing O line. Oh, he had no competition. Just watch him in the pocket. Just watch him. Watch his anticipation throws. It's sick. He throws guys it's open. It's sick. Even when like you're like, what? Where did he see that guy? Even throws that like make you question. He completes them. Like, okay, I mean, you should have thrown that ball, but I'm happy it worked. And you know? he gets it. And that listen, <laughs> for a fan like me, like. Yeah, I get it. Like, you want a guy to go through his reads. You want him to go one, two. But, and, and he's at, also mobile. But, imagine that. He's but, mobile. But he's at, good legs. And at a certain point in time, I was going to say, in today's NFL, it's like, if you could just pick something up and you understand, like, hey, your one's out there, and you quickly just go to your four or whatever. Like, I don't care. Just get it done get in it done. today's NFL. Yep. And it seems like he has the confidence, probably the cockiness, to just get you it have, done. Sometime. You have to be cocky. You have to be confident in what you do. I saw one clip of him, and it drove me nuts because I literally, like, I had to pause it. I'm like, dude, this is this is sam donald like at what mm. like i don't know what he was thinking it was like there was this play where it was a screen pass and he tried to do this no look shuffle pass oh, on his yes, own yes, 10 yes, yard yes, line yes. that almost got picked up but i think that's something again it's a dumb mistake from uh, that a cocky kid makes at that point in time but i trust salah and the team to be like no, 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 they'll no, fix it you're they'll not doing it. it they'll fix it and that's why i'm comfortable like i'd rather a quarterback have anticipation coming out of the draft and being a little bit cocky because you can coach that. You can't coach a guy like Justin Fields too much where it's like, hey, like, like stop staring down and being late when they're wide open. Because, again, that's the Donald issue, too. And three years later, they haven't coached it properly. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get it. It might be Gase. But, like, I don't want to see that again is where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'd rather a quarterback with a different issue. Right, And right. Throw, throw the ball with confidence instead of, like, your one is wide open. You look him off and throw it in triple coverage. Yeah, but for me, this Wilson's kid, not doing that. This kid Wilson, he's the, he's the one. He's the one. He's going to fit. He's so, going to fit. Even if, like, you know, let's say he's not as good as we think, he's still going to fit the offense. He's done a lot of play action. He's the most successful quarterback in college football this past season in play action when it comes to completions and passer rating and touchdowns. This is the guy. And his play action play is phenomenal, which I think— That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, no, phenomenal. And that's why I'm saying, like, on the Jets' offense and what they're doing, like, they seem like it marries too well. I'm unconsciously optimistic. You got to get this kid. You got to get this kid. On the Jets, I'm saying— we're not taking any more calls. Number two, Zach Wilson's our guy. Take the best offer for Donald, and you know, we'll see you in September. Right. You know, and and I I got to bring this up. I know, like, I'm not saying it in a way for the Jets. I just want your opinion on it because mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting. The Chris Sims thing. I get like he's probably been the most accurate guy to come out with his mock drafts and all of that stuff. My question to you again, not necessarily for the Jets. I'm just curious what your opinion is from a football fan's perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's wild that he had Zach Wilson one and then Lawrence two? Apparently, I it's, a, it's a it's a it's it's not as uncommon as we think. Really, NFL GMs like they, really they, a lot of people are really high on him. I uh, wonder if it's just a media thing. I mean, to Lawrence. me, as much as I love this kid Zach Wilson, I mean Trevor Lawrence is he's one of one. You know, he's the once in a generation. He's the John Elway. So you still he's have Peyton Manning. He's the Andrew Luck. This is that guy comes around once every 10, 15 years, and you just gotta say Urban Meyer took the job in Jacksonville. Only because of Trevor Lawrence. Right. I mean, this is the guy. No, right. But but what I love is that Chris Sims has been accurate, the most accurate. And for, of quarterbacks, course, for quarterbacks. For quarterbacks. Yeah. And I know there are gonna, no one's you know batting a thousand here. No. But he said that there's an actual gap between Zach Wilson and 
Trevor Lawrence. No, he thinks Wilson is. I think that's just. I think he's just trying to make waves. I think he's just trying to get his name, you know, more out there, and you know, with a hot take. Well, but but as a Jet fan who knows we're not getting Lawrence, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I it, 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 it sounds great to us, but you <laughs> I know, love it, man. I, I'm not buying much into that because I just I just think Trevor Lawrence is a freak. But I hope I hope he's right. I hope he's right in every way. Um, I, I, he also, I mean, yeah, I hope I hope Zach Wilson just the guy, man. I hope they take him and I hope they give him. You know, give him the reins right away. Yeah. Say, you're the quarterback. It's your show, buddy. So, he comes in. He's starting week one. I mean, who else is there? Exactly. And that's a guy that, again, it seems like he has the confidence in himself. I'm not saying other quarterbacks don't. Just like the way he – he has a presence on the field, if that makes sense. sure. Like, he's – I don't want to say this because people are going to take it in a negative way, but, like, I had a weird – like, I was watching some of the stuff. Kind of Baker Mayfieldish, kind of like okay. not cockiness of Baker. I think his comes across a little bit differently, but like just that confidence where yeah, it's like I see that they're gonna like uh-huh. I don't know. I just got that vibe from him. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I'm not no, slandering no, no. Baker. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that for sure. Who's his comp to you? Who would you say his I don't comp know. is to you? I don't know. Because I'm hearing Pat Mahomes. I'm hearing Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. That's if high is. praise. I'm I'm not ready to do that yet. I mean, I see I see. What people say in Aaron Rodgers when he's in the pocket, how like easy the ball comes out of his hand, how easy all the throws are for him. Um, I kind of see a less a, a less mobile Kylo Murray, kind of. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Because yeah. he's very mobile. He makes all the throws. Um, but you know, no one's Kylo Murray. Kylo Murray. Kylo Murray is the fourth most elusive running back in football probably right now. No, hundred percent. You know, I mean, this guy. I mean, this guy is special in a different way. So I kind of see more of like a Kylo Murray type. Just you know, less mobile. That's not really a, a knock on him. That's just Kyler Murray's a one of one type right. athlete. And I'm assuming you're not worried about his stature and his no, being no, short. No. I think he's not were, short. He's like six three. People, say, keep, people keep thinking he's small. He's right. small. People were he's debating, not small. I, I heard someone say, "Oh, he's not six three. He's like six two and three quarters." Like, okay, come on, okay, bro. Like, okay. What? like what are we doing? Okay, here? look at Kyler Murray. Look at Russell Wilson. And, look at Drew Brees. Right. And then I heard someone say, oh, he, he can't be 210 pounds. He's got to be, like, maybe 200. It's yeah. like, okay, he, he can bulk up a little bit. Yeah, if I that's mean, what you're worried about, just eat a little bit more. It's just so stupid, the things that people come up with, man. I mean, the eye test. Look at him, and what do you think? He looks pretty damn good to me. Uh, I, you know, I agree. He I looks agree. pretty damn good. Give the kid a chance. And, I, and I'm so scared the Jets are going to stay with Darnold. Because it's a safe move. But, you, I mean... I don't think... See, that's the thing. I don't think it's a safe... Listen, Joe Douglas, like, I feel like he got a free pass, obviously, his first year because he didn't draft anyone. Right. Then the second year, it's like everyone blamed Adam Gates. Like, now all of a sudden, if the Jets have a bad year, um, Joe Douglas, you're in th- year three. Yeah. Like, that, I don't think keeping Donald's a safe choice. I actually think the safe choice is drafting someone because you could say, hey, it's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. I really think... I think that Douglas and Sal are praising up Donald just to get a little bit more value from him. Yeah. I think and, they and know. And Douglas came out this week saying, I'm listening to offers for Donald. Oh, I'm listening to offers. Was, which I was, couldn't believe okay. he said that. I okay. couldn't believe it. That got me a little more, you know, hyped, I would say. Just, you know, maybe they might get Wilson now or another quarterback they believe in. Uh, you so, you got to think, this is the same guy that said, what, right when he first started, some players are untouchable like Sam Donald. Mentioned him. This is the same guy that called Sam Donald's parents and said, hey, we're going to protect your quarterback. Oh, your your son. We're gonna get you an O line. We're gonna do the right thing. And now all of a sudden he's like, we're listening to calls. Like that's a big statement. Big. I think. Listen, I, I think the writing's on the wall. I think everyone knows. I, I agree. The Jet fan inside of me is nervous. They're gonna keep him. But if you look at the fact, like, listen, the facts are what they are. And I, 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 and again, I think it's the safer move for Douglas to get a rookie quarterback because Salon. And him have that as their their backup where you have a bad year. It's like, well, we had a rookie quarterback. He made rookie mistakes. 
it's it's it, you got to give it some time to go through the process. Yeah. Whereas you have Sam Donald, they have a bad year. Then people start questioning Douglas's decision making, and no one's going to question his decision making if they get a quarterback, yep. especially Zach Wilson, where it seems like everyone knows that's the guy that fits your system the best. Mm-hmm. So For I sure. think it's safe to say that you and I are both, if you're drafting someone, which we both think is the right move, I think we're both not you know, all in on Watson. I, I think you and I both are Zach Wilson. Pro Wilson. Yeah, all day long. I I, I really think so. Uh, yeah, I, I think Wilson's the guy. You got to go get this kid. If he's there, you got to go get him. I mean, I really think he has all, all the potential in the world to be a star in this league. I really, I, he's the guy. I mean, just watch him. Just watch, watch that last drive against Coastal Carolina. Look at the moxie. Look at the poise. Look at the arm talent. This is the guy. And he throws from so many different angles. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Yeah, he's just very true. But let me tell you something about this kid. At every level, Little League, high school, the pros, college, all of it, you have to have one key attribute, the the will to win. And Absolutely. this kid has that will to win. Like I said, watch that last drive against Coastal Carolina. Did he win? No. But he gave his team every chance to win that game. Sometimes it happens in football. It does. Pat Mahomes lost this year. He's the best quarterback in football. You know, it happens. No, you know, it, you're not going to win every time. And listen, like I said, if your worst game comes down to you going essentially down the entire field mm-hmm. and you're on the one-yard line and you gave your team a chance like that, and you don't – I know people say it a lot, but, like, you, you don't give up. and you Think about it. With that little time left on that end, end of the field, it's like, okay. And you're in, in another team stadium. It's an away oh, game. On the road. Oh, on, the road. on the road. On the road on, like, two or three days' notice. That's sick. I mean, against a ranked team. Well, Coastal Carolina wasn't a team, you know, that just roll over. They're a ranked team. That means a lot, and people have to take that into consideration. We talk about that game, and I, I really love this kid, man. I really love him. I think he's he's the guy. He's for sure the guy you just have to go go get for me. If it was me, if I was Joe Douglas, I'm not even taking calls. You know, number two anymore. I'm taking the guy. Listen, I don't want to hammer too much. I agree with you. Zach Wilson's the guy. I, I think that's it. I, listen, I think we went through a lot of options. The Jets have a lot of options. I'm for excited sure. to see what happens, man. I mean, there might be other trades that, that affect certain things here, but as it stands right now, Zach Wilson's the guy. You and I are all in on him. It's exciting, mm-hmm. man. It's an exciting time to be a Jet fan, guys. We have some optimism. Scary, scary. We have everyone. Scary. Yeah, be a little cautiously optimistic. We're mm-hmm. Jet fans at the end of the day, yep. but guys, th- this is this is a fun time. Th- this is a fun time to be a Jet fan. It's a fun time to be a part of Jets banter. This is <laughs> no. This is going to be great, guys. Listen. We're going to break down more in, yep. in the future. And please follow us on Jets Banter on our Instagram, our Twitter. You know, we're all over the place. Yes, at Jets Banter. It's yep. just at Jets Banter. Uh, Twitter, like you said, Instagram. We're going to get a YouTube uh, uh, going eventually. Yep. We're going to be all over. We're going to do a lot of And cool when things. we put videos up, comment. Tell us what you like, what you dislike, what you want us to work on, what you want us to do. You know, we're, we're open to everything. We want to make this work. Yeah, like at the end of the day, we're, we're just two diehard Jet fans. We, we want to know what you guys think. We want to get some cool conversations going. We want to uh, be a part of, of the community and, and, and see what's going on, see what you guys think. And we, we have a lot of cool segments yep. that we're thinking about during the year. but For sure. Listen, so, it, it's 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 going to be fun in the yep. offseason. Thanks to everyone who's listened to our, you know, our first podcast. And uh, hope you come, you come back for the next next one, the one after that, and the one after that. And hopefully, you know, it becomes, it becomes a consistent thing. Oh, know? absolutely. We're gonna, I think the next one we, we're going to break down. Um, probably free agency, what the Jets are doing free agency. That's probably the next step we're going to, you know, next 
podcast we're going right. to you know, work on. And then eventually later around to the draft. And then, hey, yeah, listen. We'll get into it. For all we know, maybe Joe Douglas makes a splash and uh, gets Watson. Maybe. Right. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. we're going to react. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to react to all that. We're going to have awesome stuff in the future. And, uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for uh, coming along for the first podcast. I had a blast. And, uh, listen, I'm getting a little hungry now. So, let's go get a goddamn snack.